this is Kiran Agrawal from the Sparking Entrepreneur Show and today we have Chris Sher with us. Chris is a realtor at Good Company Realty. He specialized in single family and multi family residential properties in Detroit, Michigan. He is also in Chicago now. He is one of the leading realtors in Detroit. That's it. Let's welcome our today's guest, Chris Sher. Chris, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Chris, tell us something interesting about you people might not know about. Yeah, I think, I mean, if we're going to go like the embarrassing route, back when I was in high school, I used to practice magic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I would, I would do like the YouTube video thing. Uh-huh. Um, there's still a video that floating around that my mom still owns. Luckily, it hasn't made its way on the internet yet, but that's one of the ones that I hope never does. Okay, so you love magic? Do you still do magic? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say. I mean, who doesn't like magic? But I don't still practice magic now okay it was just fun geek yeah yeah just something to do that was back when youtube was kind of blowing up so it was just like mm-hmm. hey maybe i could get some like viewers and i actually had one that went like fifty thousand views and i was super proud of that wow tell us like when did you catch the entrepreneurial bug then yeah so i've i've lived around for yeah. in a couple states there's a brief time where i was living in los angeles and i started to airbnb arbitrage place that i was living in and slash you know i was moving in with my girlfriend at the time so we kept my little bungalow that was like six blocks from the beach la is a very intoxicating place so um, i knew it was like a super good location and it was small it was like 450 square feet but it was so close to everything that i was just like man i can't give this up yet so did the airbnb arbitrage and that was like back when it was pretty new so i just didn't tell the landlord i had another bungalow right next to me that was doing it as well it's like i wasn't too worried about being caught (laughs) but that's what that's what started it all because then it was just like this is a super easy passive income i'm like sort of involved in this real estate game which i always wanted to be so i was like kind of my first step in real estate Mm -hmm. and yeah just making easy money have cleaners go there to clean it just help the guests get in and out. You have a lockbox. You're not actually letting them in. And I'm just like, man, this is so easy. <laughs> and it's fun. You get to talk to like people from all over the world. So how was living in LA like? It was fun. It was fun for a while. I still like, you know, obviously like I left, but that's only because it was just such a, a hard, a high price of living. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go somewhere where I could actually like afford to buy my own real estate because that's when I caught that real estate bug. And I was like, I'm not gonna be able to afford mm-hmm. anything, maybe than more than a house out here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I picked Detroit and that was kind of a low bar of entry, you know, prices are, are way lower over there, but LA was great. I mean, it's beautiful weather, beautiful mm-hmm. people. I mean, it it's, you can do anything you want. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your opinion on personality traits. What do you think is a must-have personality trait for an entrepreneur to succeed? I think you got to be flexible. So you always got to be willing to kind of go with the punches. And like, you got to really be rounded with all of your skill sets. You don't have to be like perfect in them all, but you at least have to like know enough about them to get yourself in through situations. Mm-hmm. So, you know, being flexible and, and learning, like those are probably the top two ones is like never stop learning. You're always going to have something new that comes up and you yeah. want to be ready for it. And yeah. so luck, you know, they say is like part, just opportunity meets you know, yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. think of the phrase right now. Opportunity meets, ah, shoot, I can't think of it right now. It's slipping me. When hard work but, meets opportunity. Yeah, hard work meets opportunity. There you go. Thank yeah, you. That's um, and that's that's really what it is. I mean, I think that's most of the time. And then if you're not ready for the next thing, like perfect example is, is kind of the market we're in for real estate right now. Mm-hmm. Um, the market shifted with the interest rates going up. And now buyers aren't just like flooding your gates like they were back in 2020 and 2021. Mm. You got to go back out there. You got to do boots on the ground. You got to, you know, get in these skill sets. You got to do calling some some sellers that with expired listings, you know, like things aren't as easy as they were. So you yeah. always got to be ready for like 
the next thing of course being flexible is one of the things and always willing to learn is something that you mentioned so i agree with you yeah. tell us yeah. about the ways that you manage to grow your business what are the strategies so i mean the way i started was i actually joined a team when i first got my agency because i wanted to like really absorb a lot of knowledge from people who've been doing this for a while help myself even get out of like weird situations in real estate because you never know what comes up. There's some weird stuff that happens. So I just kind of surrounded myself with, I think, the right people. Mm -hmm. And I, I would really recommend if anyone listening to the podcast is going to get their agency, don't go solo. If you don't, if you've never done anything like this before, you're going to want to join a team. Mm -hmm. to be guided through the right things. And then you're also going to learn how to run the business because they don't teach you how to do that in real estate. Yeah. When you get your license, I mean, they just teach you how not to get sued. They don't mm -hmm. tell you anything about running a business. So you got to you gotta like watch how these things go. And that just includes like buying Zillow leads, buying, mm -hmm. sending postcards. Like that's that's kind of our main source when mm -hmm. we were on the team. You know, buying Zillow leads for certain zip codes, sending out postcards. That's honestly one of the biggest guys in Detroit. His name is Jim Schaefer. Okay. Uh, I'll throw him a plug in case anyone wants to know. He's also underneath our good company umbrella mm -hmm. and he'll, you know, he's a great, great resource. He's not, I don't work for him, but he's also like, we're on the same team kind of. Uh -huh. So I asked him one time, Hey, if you had to like do one piece of marketing for the rest of your life and you could only do one, what would it be? And he was like, easy postcards. Uh -huh. He's like the old fashioned postcards work so much better than not that they don't work, but like online marketing. So just people, the right people will eventually call you. That will be like a, a nice warm lead instead of like a cold lead. You know, someone just kicking tires, things like that. So he's like, postcards is, is the way to go. I would spend all my money on that. Surrounding yourself with the right kind of people. Yeah, surround yourself with the right kind of people and always be learning. You know, you got you to gotta put your ego away. And if you're new and you don't know stuff, just say it. Hey, can you explain that to me? Or, you know, no one's going to be mad for asking the right question. Don't ask dumb questions. Like, yeah, that's the right questions. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <not> dumb questions. <laughs> yeah. So dealing with difficulties, like everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties. What are your difficulties at this point, Chris? Yeah, I think everyone's just, uh, the buyers are a little nervous, the interest rates. Now, I know that they just dropped the other day, which is kind of strange. After the banks went out, I was expecting it to go up. But yeah, like a little bit of sigh of relief there. But I think there's so many buyers who are just like, man, what am I getting myself into? These you know, their friend who refinanced in 2020 has a 2.8% interest rate. And that's like free money. And now we're looking at 7%, 6%, whatever you're trying to get mm -hmm. into, maybe five now, I'm not sure exactly what it is today. But yeah, just trying to like educate the buyer well enough and make them feel comfortable mm -hmm. with purchasing the home, you know, like these rates aren't crazy high. It's not the highest we've ever seen. They're mm -hmm. not awesome, but they're still very doable. Mm -hmm. You just have to kind of manage expectations. So it is not something like, it is something like buy the house and wait, not the other way around. Don't wait for buying a house. Yeah. And like one of the things I always tell clients who are on the fence too, is I always like asking like, what are you doing right now? Are you renting? Mm -hmm. So you're paying a mortgage. It's not yours. You're paying mm -hmm. someone else's mortgage. You might as well, you know, start trying to get your own equity and start leveraging your own stuff. Because I mean, your your landlord's thanking you for paying his mortgage. So yes, just switch course. it over to your own. Yeah, switch your mortgage to yourself rather than somebody else's. Yeah. Tell us about your growth plan, Chris. What are you planning for this year and next? Yeah, this year I'm actually still I, I invest as well as do like the agency stuff. So I'm kind of toning back a little bit on the agency a little bit and then starting to do more investing. So it'll be it'll still be both. But yeah, doing like some Airbnb arbitrage, starting to get some of those going, purchasing some flips, you know, using hard money and things like that, like really trying to do different aspects of the real estate game is kind of what my, my goal is this year. Okay. Okay. And uh, tell us about the investing part of it. Like, how do you invest and what, what are the key points that you focus on? 
Um, I think the top part is you got to know the area that you're buying in, especially if you're going to be in Detroit, you know, like I'm, I'm focused in Detroit a lot. So knowing the specific blocks, neighborhoods that are maybe up and coming or already kind of like popped a little bit and then knowing what a good price tag is in those Mm because they can vary a lot in Detroit. So you got to have the right person on your side for that kind of thing. And then the way I would go about purchasing my own stuff would actually be like this last year, I was doing hard money loans. Mm -hmm. So I'd get a hard money loan, which has very high for anyone who doesn't know. It's a basically a private lender and they will give you, you know, just like a bank does, Mm -hmm. but it's a short-term loan. It's kind of meant for more of a bridge. So the one I had was a rehab loan invested in it as well. Mm -hmm. So we bought, it had the purchase price plus X amount of money and it held it in escrow that I can then go pull to use money for um, doing all my flipping yeah. or doing the, like the renovations. And yeah. you just got to be careful because like you got to you gotta have the right contractors. You got to have the right planning. So you got to be very well planned on that. And then, you know, like I said, it's a short-term loan and you're paying high interest rate. You're losing money every month that you are holding it. Mm-hmm. So you just want to get in and get out. You know, it's it's a hopefully six month to nine month process. Mm-hmm. And then or even better, you know, if you're three, obviously that's even better. But yeah, try and get out quick. Yes. Okay. Got it. Mm-hmm. So since most of the home buying and selling process has started online, like social media is on trend, people are making reels, people are making TikToks. So what is your take on that? Do you think that social media is being the important part of real estate? Huge. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I was going to bring that up because I know you, you know, you sent me like some of the questions was uh, the TikTok thing. Yeah. And like, I just finally gave in to getting TikTok, like maybe middle of last year or so. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, I'm not going to get on this stupid kids dancing platform. Urgh. And I got on it. And then you kind of like see the stuff that you're interested in. And then you're seeing really cool things and you see how much exposure it gets. Yes. And these guys are just making like the most simple videos. And just I think it's a repetitive thing. As long as you're posting content, they're going to boost you up and show you to more people. So I think if you can just keep making a video a day or something like that, mm-hmm. I, I don't know how you don't become like TikTok famous in a way where you're getting, I mean, some of these videos are so crazy and they get like 500,000 likes and you're like who's who's liking this video (laughs) (laughs) agreeable so do you make videos I do not not enough though I'm not super aggressive on the posting it's always like one of those plans but then you know you got to kind of figure out time for it so I I should be making more yeah do you (laughs) I do I do yeah Uh, I'll let you know more about it later but right now tell us about the ten thousand dollars extra that you have on your budget If you have $10,000 extra on your budget, where are you spending it and what would be the reason? Yeah, I would probably do um, like 50%, like we kind of mentioned before, would be the postcards. I'd probably send out a bunch of postcards to sellers to try and get some inventory. And then probably 50% maybe on um, whatever kind of like Zillow lead, realtor lead kind of generation, because those those do work pretty well. Mm -hmm. And then go into maybe like some higher zip codes, higher price zip codes, Mm -hmm. and see if you can convert some of those, then, you know, you're kind of mingling with a different class. Of, of buyers, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'd probably I'd probably focus more on those if like that was it. Just those two things you could do pretty well. And ten thousand dollars can be spent wisely on these two things. Of course, they can be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- and postcards being much cheaper, so you could do like a postcard campaign because Zillow campaigns can be very expensive <laughs> if you let it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's doing it. <laughs> yeah. So tell us about your favorite quotation. What would be your favorite quotation? Man, I know I, I couldn't really think of one, but one of mine, I guess, is just uh, everything in moderation, even moderation. So like, you don't always have to be this robot, like you can let yourself kind of like have some fun here and there. You don't need to be this, you know, always straight laced person, you know, you can always like have some fun. You don't need to always just be, you know, it's this strict regimen of mm-hmm. everything, like let yourself enjoy life a little bit. That's kind of one of my favorite parts. Everything of it. should be in moderation. Yeah.
yeah of course so if you were to write a book krish what would you name it i don't know i was that that was actually an interesting question that was super self reflective when you sent that one i don't know i think i'll maybe call it something like uh i don't know renaissance man i've i've moved so many times that i've had to like kind of reinvent my life so many so many times so it's constant i've lived in five different states and i'm yeah. 33 so <laughs> always having to kind of kind of rebuild a life there so maybe something like that renaissance man by chris shit <laughs> yep exactly <laughs> so not too seriously though like i'm not like <laughs> yeah of course not so thank you so much chris for being on the show it was wonderful speaking to you today you are a joyful person nice to meet you nice to meet you thank thanks you for having me thank you so much again i am your host kiran agrar signing off you guys have a wonderful day bye guys